0: Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Agency Dallas, the official podcast behind the red mic. Okay, so today I've got three guests that we are going to be talking with. Two of them are agents on our team and the other one is my lovely wife. And we will be talking about all things real estate. Start with, I'm going to introduce Trey Stewart. Hello. Hi, Trey. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Trey is actually a newer agent to us, but he has joined a great agent that came over with us early on. Um, I think Curtis may have been like one of the first... March five, yeah. March. they mm-hmm. came over. Curtis
1: Rose, yeah, uh, yeah he came over, and too, he had a big team that he had in Kentucky. From K-
0: from Kentucky, that's right. Yep, yep. A lot so over here in Texas, yeah, so a lot different. So you came over. Uh, you must have seen us online with the launch, and then yeah,
2: actually the. The whole reason I even knew that you all were in Dallas was because of Trey. Surprise! Trey. <laughs> really? He was so Trey, in the background. So Trey creeping. indirectly. Did you know that the agency's in Dallas? And I was like, No, I did not know that. And he was like, You need to make a call right now. And so yeah. I made a call five minutes later to you. And we yes, are so thankful Trey for that. Thank right. you so
0: much, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in conclusion. Curtis, uh, Curtis came over via Trey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trey came mm-hmm. over via, via Curtis. Curtis, and. The whole dynamic, I think, between the two is great. And we uh, we kind of, like, thought – obviously, Curtis was in Kentucky, so he just got his license in Dallas not too long ago. Um, but two I years. think – yeah, and I think that we obviously all met with you and felt like this guy's going to do awesome. So we were kind of like a little bit of a leap of faith with you. Obviously, we took it, and we were thankful for that. Glad you did. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, Trey, I mean, Craig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Trey, Craig, Curtis. Curtis. Honestly, Curtis, Cray.
0: you have been amazing, and uh, and you brought us Trey. And Trey uh, obviously has his own podcast, which is very successful, two of them. Mm-hmm. So the, the one that you just told me that you like the best – Maybe your uh, husband should close his ears or something, but yeah, you say, he knows. You say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, tell, introduce it to us. What so is it? I
3: have a podcast um, with my friend Stephanie Holman, who was on Real Housewives of Dallas. We've done that for I think five years now. Um, that was my favorite one, and then I have one with my husband too that we started doing whenever we got engaged and kind of chronicle our wedding process, kind of the the differences of doing a traditional wedding versus a gay wedding, um, and we've kind of transitioned that more into now talking about our lives about real estate and kind of just life as we grow it so the funny thing is um about that
0: is like i had no idea that you had podcasts when we we brought you on so megan starts sending me these (laughs) these instagram (laughs) reels of you just having little snippets about real estate and i'm just like laughing so hard and i'm of course, this is like eight o'clock at night, and my daughter's like laying next to us while we're just chatting about everything. And she goes, "You have to watch this." And then I watch it and I think the uh, episode or the one that Here's you sent me. the one where you turned your hair pink. Chris. Y- yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. But but yeah. the but the first one was the one where you said somebody was saying negative things to you, and you were like jumping in the pool in the background. <laughs> oh yeah. And you're like, she's blocked immediately, I'm never letting her see my thing again. <laughs> the mermaid Uh, one that's what i'm talking about yeah one thing i've learned is
3: people on instagram are assholes sometimes yeah yeah, well
0: that's and
2: rule number one social media
0: rule number one don't be an asshole yeah well that is rule number one for the agency and it is definitely being enforced in this office (laughs) but i thought it was you know just the way that you did those uh instagram uh little quick snippets are, are just amazing because you can see like how somebody would like really look at that and then say okay trey looks like a fun guy to work with on Thanks. the real estate side of things and also we did on you know having us having you come over to the brokerage so um what are you when you're doing your podcast your topics are all over the map
3: right yeah i mean so like mr Mister's more like personal stuff i guess same with like weekly dose of bs that's a little more pop culturey so um sometimes we go more on the bravo side because that's kind of initially where our audience came from but we'll also talk about our personal lives and anything fun going on um i actually talked about whenever i Joined the agency, um, I was talking about kind of my first few weeks here. Yeah, I came in very hesitant because I I also own a gay bar in Dallas um, on Cedar Springs. Whenever I opened that bar, what's the name of that bar? It's called Mister <laughs> Mister. I kind of it's kind of all you know one one big branding <laughs> giant. Um, I opened that bar and I was like. This is going to be great. My community is going to be excited for me. This is going to be so much fun. And I was hit with the exact opposite. I had every other bar calling TABC on me, calling the police, calling all this stuff, totally like unmerited in what they were reporting me for. But they were just making life absolutely like it was hell. That's what happens and when you see a threat. Yeah. And then I opened a bar in Denver. Same thing. It was at first the media coverage was great, and then it went totally south. And so I came into this. I kind of saw this as like my third chapter. um, And I was like, all right, Trey, we are no longer just like expecting the best of people. People aren't going to be happy for you. Came in and I was like, wall up. And I was totally shocked at the the agents y'all have in this (laughs) office. This is what I expected the first time I got into entrepreneurship and I wasn't met with. So coming into this office and seeing how genuine people were. And how, how gracious and generous y'all are. I think that really sets the tone for this office. And seeing that from every other agent, it has been just the most like heartwarming experience. And it is one of my favorite things that I've done in this life so far. Oh, Let me piggyback
2: off of it. that and tell you you're not going to find that
3: anywhere. No. Oh, no. Absolutely. <laughs> well, anywhere.
1: But don't you think it it only helps everybody it and does, it builds because us all up. And, yeah. I yeah. mean
3: no assholes. When someone's yeah. an asshole, it really just like brings me down and I like to go into each day thinking like, you know, what am I going to conquer today and how can I help someone else do it? Yeah. Um and that is totally the vibe y'all have set in this office. And that's really the entire reason I got my real estate license. I had absolutely no interest if it wasn't for the agency. <laughs> really. But so like this I was not like on the vision board by any means. I was good doing what I was doing. So. I think we have a company check for you back there. After <laughs> your, yeah. After this is all. Where <laughs> are my royalties? Yes, <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> it was just, it was something that I, it just surprised me. And so I shared this on Weekly Dose of BS a little while ago, but um, I don't think I've told y'all that. But it's just, it's been the culture that y'all have set here is absolutely incredible. And my husband all the time talks about like his company's culture. And I didn't understand that until very recently.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, so I appreciate it. I'll tell you one
0: thing that has been consistent with that whole mindset that you just said and you know uh, we I did a podcast with Brian McCallie, shout out. He's not here right now, but we tried to get him. Conflicts didn't work. We'll get you next time, Brian. Uh, is there is a big void in the market right now for brokerages? Mm-hmm. And I think the void, especially well, let's just say in, I'm talking Dallas specific. The issue is right now that the agent, like we, we came from a brokerage that had over 600 agents in it. Okay, there's I'm not going to name names, but there's another one uh, right around the corner that's 400 plus agents, and there's another one that's another 400 plus agents. So the problem with that is not necessarily that somebody can't go to one of those offices and work and sell real estate. The problem is that. If anybody wants a more collaborative office and a more family-style atmosphere and a more support system, like you come into the office and you sell a house, and we're all like, "Great job! You know, good job." Is there anything else that you know we can do for you? You don't get that at a lot of these offices because you know there's just a
3: You're number. Just a number. It's, it's
0: just a numbers game. You know, yeah. you have all these different agents, and they're hoping that these agents are doing well out there and these agents are selling houses, but nobody's really talking in a one-on-one conversation and saying, what can we do to make this deal happen? Or what can we do to help you today? So when we're having these conversations with people that are reaching out to us, um, it's it's the same thing everywhere. Like, you know, like they're all just like, we wanna be somewhere where we can feel like we are not a number. And yeah. realistically, it's, it's not being done as far as we know mm-hmm. um, right now. And then when we decided to start this that was the whole idea. We wanted it to be, people want to come up to the office, people want to collaborate, people want to see what was working for somebody else and implement it to their side of things. And Megan and the marketing team that she has, has, by the way, Megan Williamson, my wife, I didn't really
1: introduce. It's fine, <laughs> I'm yeah. the man behind the curtain.
0: She's, she doesn't like she that limelight on her. Yeah. But, With what she's doing with the marketing side of things and being able to create things specific to agents' ideas. Curtis, for example, had an amazing idea to take his horse to downtown Dallas in the middle of the street. With soap (laughs) on. In the middle of the street, jump on, get a picture of it, and use that for marketing. And we were like, let's do it. I mean, I wasn't saying let's do yeah. it. They were saying let's do it. But <laughs> yeah, so when right. I saw the pictures of it, you know, we got the photographer, like, laying on the sidewalk, taking the pictures up from the right angle. And it's just, like, that kind of stuff. Like, you're like, let's let's make it happen. You know, let's do whatever we can, grassroots, guerrilla tactic warfare of media out there. Let's do it, and let's have a good time with it. And, of course, all of it turns out great. So uh, Megan
2: always looks for, like, I feel like the – Inspiration in people. When you're like trying to find an agent, or an agent wants to interview and see if they can come over, what do you look for? Like, what are your like? Yeah, I'll take you, or no, I won't. Because y'all like, are really you're good deciding factors.
1: Thank
0: yeah. You. Well, I, f- I I feel like. He, he, uh, go ahead.
1: No. I mean, I'm. Are you? Do you feel like you're a good people picker?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Do you feel that <laughs> way? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like he's a wow. people picker? Yeah. Do you think he's I think, not?
1: I think he he will.
2: He take, has some area of yeah, opportunity
1: his, his his reach is very large, and i 'm um, a little more selective mm-hmm. well, <laughs> uh, I think
0: you should clarify that and just say like the people that we interview a lot of people and mm-hmm. some people are going to fit the mold more than others, but unfortunately, we have a lot of people that reach out to us that the issue is like we don't we can 't take agents that just got their license we can 't take agents that just see the online glitz and glam of you know the agency across the country and think mm-hmm. like. I'm going to join this office and I'm going to start selling $20 million real estate. It's, it's more like you have to figure out like, are they running their business well already? Have they started selling houses yet? Have they got tenure? Have they had a license for a couple of years? I mean, all those things matter. So you don't want
2: to be a training brokerage. Exactly. And we
0: can't, I mean, because you know, the 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 model that we have here is, is we have to have people that are already running their business well and if they do their business well, then we're there to help them get to the next level and that's exactly what when we interview people and also look at you know like what's been going on with their book of business, those are all the decisions that are tougher to make because you know you obviously meet people that are great right um, and then you're just like, maybe in a couple of years they'll get where they need to be, and then we can we can be in that position to assist them. but I mean, we can't sit here all day and hold training classes on how to write contracts and also how to hold an uh, open house, you know, and then just how to follow up with a lead that may come in. All that kind of stuff is is more to the models that, and again, I don't want to say names, but there are several brokerages out there that specialize in doing that and helping people like where you're starting, what you're going to get out of it. We just can't do it. So like okay. we don't want hundreds and hundreds of agents in the office. We want a good amount of agents that are just doing well, but also you can see like, what's for, that and number? and you guys are a great example. How many 50. do you want? 50. But She's, Damon
1: keeps going up.
0: Well, Are we going to get to 400? Yeah. Oh, five. God, no. I mean, the sooner we <laughs> no. get to 400, the better. No, I'm kidding. No. I mean,
1: uh, truthfully, the, 50, a,
0: 60 agents, something yeah. in that ballpark. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know what? It's not really about the agent count. It's about, like, I want to be in a specific volume for the brokerage of what I think is, like, we're good. Now we can just kind of keep everybody client or agent retention, keep everybody where they are, keep them moving, keep them trying to get better and better. That's the goal. It's yep. not necessarily an agent count, um, but it's definitely quality over quantity yep. kind of thing, you know, which I think is I getting a that. little bit lost in translation these days with some of the brokerage. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and I, don't, I don't blame any brokerage on anything. I don't say they're doing it wrong. They have their own way of doing it. We have our own, our own way of doing it. But that was the goal when we started out. Well,
2: it goes back to either you're in it for – I guess there's multiple right reasons to be in it, but you're either in it to – make a whole lot of money however you want to make it or exactly run a super successful business that has and know and
0: and a place where people want to work a place Correct. where people don't want to just go
2: and hang a license It's right. want to,
0: it, like you guys come up to the office a lot and that's really what we want we want people coming up to the office when they're not out selling houses we want to be able to have that experience where like let's go to the office and you know see how everything's going today and let's see what's have been successful this shot. week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't don't do a have a fireball
2: that's shot. We office and Have a fireball shot. Or espresso martinis. Espresso martinis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Espresso martinis.
0: Um, Somebody's been taking those fireball shots up there for sure. I'm Somebody's sure.
2: been drinking a lot of espresso martinis too because every time I come in I see that little swirly you, thing. In the oh thing. that's
1: because I, I've been trying to clean it for like a week and <laughs> I can't know. figure it out so yeah. um, I get distracted it's, and it's, move it's on. It's not an office style
3: setup there it's definitely for bars. Still in the
1: works. You're gonna get one for your uh mr. Yeah, mr. right to get
3: one for my bar and for my house okay good yeah my husband's like our house is more of the priority than the bar and I was like well okay we'll see but probably he's. yeah, right. yeah. apparently you need to know somebody to get it man it's yeah, yeah very hard to get so when <laughs> you walked you in with guy. that it was like you just walked in with a golden Birkin <laughs> bag I, I agree it was like, I was I, I was it thankful was,
1: it was a total total blessing I went um, to, I
0: went to pick it up and the guy was like it was tough to did get yeah. you buy this. this out of someone's trunk no, no, no like we he sure? had to
1: go no, no, it was a legitimate um re- restaurant. Yeah, but he <laughs> like did have to go only. pick it up in a back alley. So maybe, <laughs> I mean, he was like go over to this warehouse. <laughs> They'll be and I, I was like, uh, okay, whatever. Um, just bring the espresso machine up here. Um, but I wanted to make sure that we talked to you two because one of the reasons I was excited about you guys coming on is your marketing um I know that we do a lot, but you guys bring a different level of marketing, that, yep. um, which I knew that y'all would do. Um, of course, since y'all brought it on, um, you've killed it. It's Everything is so next level, um, things that aren't everyone's doing. So I think that that's really of interest that people are watching you guys. What are y'all doing? How are you doing it? Um, like, What advice do you give agents for that?
2: I'll go on that and say I think that the reason our marketing gets so much attention is because I feel like as an agent, most people put a box around what your marketing should be, right? Oh, yeah. Trey comes in and, like, he has an idea and he's like, fuck it, why not? Let's just do whatever the hell we want to do and we do it and it works. Yep. It does work. Literally, there's no box around it. Like, oh, you want to go do a photo shoot where we're sitting in a one-piece Bathing suit, holding yeah. a firework that's catching that. on fire. Let's go yeah. do it. Okay, yeah. It's Why not? not? So that's true. i behind that. On modern <laughs> luxury,
1: it's getting hit um, this week. I think. Oh, uh, wow, yeah. that's okay. gonna be awesome. Because I mean, I'm and like, this it. is too good. This has to make its way. Eyes need to see this. But it's y'all great. continuously. I mean, even the headshot. Um, you know, we've been doing this for over 20 years. There's a very Typical real estate headshot that comes out. Then these guys come in and launch their headshot and it's the glamour shot um with oh the matching. Yeah. The
2: J C The J C Penny shoes yeah. that, <laughs> like that. I will say that's one that I didn't love. Brilliant. I I, I, love I that. didn't love that. Uh, I don't know I if I, know I saw what? that one. It's all but good. see like my hair I think, is like split
3: in half. Yeah. <laughs> You're I look like alpha. Oh, no. I whatever. missed that one. It's no. all good. You're constantly being sold stuff all day long. As a realtor. <sighs> I mean
1: In general. Yeah well that's true. I'm constantly
3: being sold coffee and a car and clothes. Like everything our world is filled with so much marketing i think it's about how can you like actually capture someone's attention yeah. for more than 3 seconds that photo did so we was, had this like, conversation
2: the other day the one thing that we're really good at is getting your eyes on us mm-hmm. like we can make you watch right and i think that is huge
3: because i'm well, trying to like sell to myself i if i'm going to shop for a car i don't need you to sell me a car i either i've sold myself on that there's nothing you're gonna say that's gonna make me. Do- Same with the house. Like everyone has access to Zillow. I'm probably going to find my own house. I just need someone to get me in, show me why this is good or why this is bad, and, and then have let's have go a forward good with experience. it. So yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna be like overly salesy or push you on something that you don't want because I don't want to be sold that way either. But if we can draw. Attention, or show something in a different light. I think that's more of and our goal. And make people
2: have fun, and know that it, you don't have to be a stickler in the freaking mud to go buy a house. You don't have to work with somebody that's like robotic. Like, yeah. right? Go, there, we're real there, people too. And there, Every there is a, is a lot of person. that out there. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a there's, lot. Of
0: there's, that out there's there. So the, the problem I think with the real estate world in general is like there is so much out there that's like it makes it look so glamorous on TV. And it ain't glamorous when you're no. out there doing what you're doing every day. Like it's it's a lot of work. It is. It is a lot of behind the scenes stuff that happens that people don't even see. The showing houses is, is a very fifty maybe fifty percent of the business is showing houses and going on listing appointments. The other fifty percent is Inspections and appraisals and texting and calling and emails constantly, and
2: title companies—all the things that just don't You're an emotion manager too. Like Absolutely. Like you manage people's emotions. You're a therapist. You are everyone's therapist. Everybody says that on the uh, on the
0: on the memes.
2: Yeah, it's.
0: <laughs> it. I just got done with therapy. Oh no, I'm a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> the other thing about um, your the marketing thing that you did the other day that I really loved—I think is maybe four days ago. The uh, one where you're stepping out of that picture and it's got the agency oh, logo yeah. on it. Mexico. I Same love photo that. Yeah. I was like, literally yeah. told Megan, I was like, that is so good.
1: But he's like, did you see Trey's photo? I'm sorry, Curtis's photo of popping out of the, the background of the agency? I was like, yeah. He's like, who did that? I'm like, Curtis. <laughs> yeah, <And> Curtis- <laughs> I thought that she <laughs> did it who was
2: the, It was some really good editing photographer. Yeah. Oh, that, really? I have a that photographer. Was a green screen that we like,
3: Made a half. slice, I yeah, it. but I wanted to be like stepping out of the box because that's kind of how we want to run the businesses, yeah, yeah. Stepping out of the box, it was actually a photographer that um specializes in like drag queen oh, phot- photography. Nice. And I was like, I yeah, have when really... I actually looked at his page, I was like, oh, yeah. I was be like, be I have a really bad idea for you, can you execute this? Absolutely, was Curtis absolutely yes. a bad idea, I love so you know. it. yep, yeah. I just showed up. Well, it is good, and also, I hate
1: boxes, so definitely break out of that. okay, so. The other biggest thing that I think you guys do so well, that when agents are trying to do market, because this is a you know business where they are constantly having to market themselves and it's a hard thing to do, mm-hmm. um, I think one of the biggest successes that I see you guys have is executing. I always think executing is the key. So people I'll see have these great ideas, but they don't execute and they never come to fruition. You guys are constantly evolving and every week there's stuff and new content and new ideas and now we're doing this. And I really feel like that is a huge component to being successful in marketing for real estate.
2: And part of my ADHD. Yeah, Yeah. but
1: you get it done. You get the job done. And here's a perfect example. We had a huge Um, open house last weekend that all the agents came and rallied around as soon as we got there there's like 30 of us Curtis and Trey immediately are down to business I
0: love that quick Curtis is
1: running full speed around the house and I'm like Curtis are you okay are you having an allergy attack Um, no we're making content um. So I was sweating, sweating with though I could have
2: easily been having a heart attack <laughs> I had no intention of doing that And Trey was like out of nowhere He said 60 second home tour go And I Love was it. like no I'm not doing that right now 59,
3: 58, 57 <laughs> I'm like fuck here we go well, yeah. <laughs> And we left that and I, mean, I was like What are you supposed to do at a broker's open If you're not like making content? shooting content Like yeah. why am I here I can have a drink down the street at me casino Right so let's well, like, see the house Yeah, But it was <laughs> like why aren't you like You have to share that stuff yeah. You have to and I think that's another part of like our social media tactic is like, honesty sells a lot more than something salesy will. I agree. And if 100%. you're just raw and real, people like that. They don't want your glamour shots and these like these hard focuses. And like if you just pull out your phone, it goes a lot further. Well, yeah, because the, cause the yeah. real estate
0: world is so vain. So you have like so many people that
2: just focused on the look, but the I content like is really what's important more these days. Car salesmen. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of agents are becoming more car salesmen, and you gotta get. I don't think anyone hears that way.
0: Like, no, 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 no one and, at the and, and, and a the good way. example so I,
2: of that is a guy named Cameron on our team.
0: You know Cameron very well, and he stands in front of the camera and does, you know, very, very. I think to the point. Here's some information about real estate. He's not
2: selling himself, but that's his personality. And that's exactly, him. it's he, not him being car salesman. Either. That's that's Cameron, and he mm-hmm. always
1: looks good on camera.
2: He always yeah. dresses so, to the nines. Yeah. Yes, and, like, and, 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 and the that.
0: message that he gives to people is more, this is this is good information for you. He mm-hmm. doesn't even say like, and call me if you want to talk more about real estate stuff. People just contact him because he's putting good quality stuff out there that right. you can really relate to as somebody that may actually be in the market. Yeah. And what y'all are doing is the fun side of it. So yeah. obviously there's, there's, there's so many different avenues that you can do in real estate, but I think the part that we all... Now see is burned out. Greatly is selling yourself as an agent. Yep. Oh, I did seventy million dollars in volume last year. Use me if you want that kind of experience. I mean, everyone's posting. There's going to be a minute amount of people that will care about your numbers besides other realtors. As a consumer, (laughs) I don't give a shit
3: about how much you've done. Like that is not (laughs) going to drive me. Do I I I like like you or not? Our approach (laughs) is to be approachable. Like that's kind of the the whole thing there. So I wanted to ask you, kind of just talking about how like people think that real estate's you know glitzy and glamorous, what are three things that realtors do that you feel like make people not like realtors? Well, for one of them, I definitely think it's that they tried too hard to sell themselves
0: mm-hmm. as like the numbers make me, now you should use me because I have a bunch of numbers. I have sold a lot of houses in my career, but I can tell you that I did not start my sales career based on any numbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I first got in this business, I was in my early 20s. -hmm. I had no background, I had no nothing. I literally had to live off of relating to clients Mm -hmm. and hopefully building some value of who I am to them as a realtor. And one of the things over the years that people have always told me is like, he's not trying to sell a house. He talks me out of so many houses. Says like, this is not a good house for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's true because like, my goal is like for somebody to come in later and say, he did such a good job and we have a, a, a great house, but now we need something different. Let's call him again. Yeah. And if they feel like you gave them that service, you're going to get a referral out of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know if I've got three things here, but I can just tell you like the, the cringy stuff that I see all the time is the people that are out there on the socials. And it's literally just like, just sold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and that's it. Like that's their message, just sold. And like, like their
2: entire Instagram grid Exactly. Is sold, 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 <laughs> sold. Exactly. Sold, sold. And there is, a, yeah. there
0: is a place for that because some people do want to see where an agent sells houses and maybe it's in an area that they work. But if it's literally just like another sold, you know, it's like we get it, right? Everybody's going to sell houses in real estate if you're, if you're at a certain level. Um, but I think that the big part that most people are really looking for is somebody who's genuine, somebody that they can trust, number one. The trust is a big thing. Like I've heard that so many times over the years. I feel like we can trust you. You know, like making a smart decision with a large purchase. And you know, when you, I think when you get to that first meeting with somebody and they really feel like they can trust you, then you got a client, like the client's with you. They're not gonna go somewhere else and use somebody else. There's always gonna be people that are gonna be out there looking for different houses and different uh, realtors just because that's just how they are and they're not gonna be super loyal to one person. But I think the mass majority of the public is like that. And, of course, when they do check you out later, because, you know, you may just meet somebody for the first time regardless of where it is. It could be anywhere. It could be at the coffee shop. And you're like, I'm a real estate agent. And they're like, well, I know a real estate agent, too. Everybody knows a realtor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you build some kind of rapport with them and they look you up later and they see something like your stuff online, they're going to be like, Heath looks like fun to work with. <laughs> because, you know, real estate can be fun. But it could also be extremely stressful for clients.
3: Well, and there are some people that make real and estate agents. their entire personality. Yeah, And it's like, I think everyone has more to offer than just, I can sell a house. Right. You know, I right. think ultimately you want to be able to trust that person. You want to be able to say, hey, I like this or I, that is so not what I want.
2: Well, picking on trust, I think it comes down to, I wouldn't want an agent, like if you, if you were looking in the realm of things, I wouldn't want an agent who felt like, I was their client and they had to have the commission from my house to be able to live because yeah. then you're going to put them in situations mm-hmm. that you don't really want to put them in or maybe you do just because you want to check. And if you're greedy, you're going to get out of the business.
0: That's, that brings us you're gonna back to, to Justin's
2: uh, situation
0: he just experienced.
1: It's oh, such a sad story. Justin, this is to... that, the, sad. Justin yeah. Rogers, which just, is on Brett Whitfield's
0: yeah. team. Um, he had a client experience wire fraud to the tune of like $400,000. I mean, like, yeah. ridi- like a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Um, and here's dying. the the and
1: worst, is while he's closing her house, her husband passes.
2: Oh, Three, nice. yeah. Three so weeks prior, week, she loses yeah. her husband. So
1: she, they just got done burying bear, her husband. And the day of closing, they had wire fraud. And Two days, yeah. to be
0: exact, I Two think, days, is what yeah. it was. So. so the point of that is, is like, The other agent agent was all about trying to to get the commission to close. And he he told us, you know, personally, he said, it feels very ridiculous that this woman has just gone through all this and all this agent wants to know is how is she going to get paid? And unfortunately, in those kind of circumstances, you cannot really just focus on the closing. Like the sellers need to know what's going on. The seller needs to know the hardships that are happening to the other one, whether you're representing the seller or the buyer. Uh, and ultimately, it has to be a situation where you have some compassion, right? Yeah,
2: and, be a human.
0: And they didn't. So Justin was like, I'm going to bite my tongue dealing with this other person on the other side. And um, the good news is… Better him than me. Uh, is that it's looking mm-hmm. like it's turning around in the uh, wife's favor as far as getting some of that money back? Yeah, she already he got some of it back. didn't Yeah, she
1: said that yesterday. Quite a he helped him. he spent his whole like that was all he did was just helping find an attorney to help with the wire fraud. He did amazing and um, he's so. such a good guy. He's very. That's good
0: why we guy. have an addendum sure. about wire fraud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that goes back yeah. to all being good people pickers. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. We are we are, we are picking uh, good people, but right. I think that it's it's one of those situations where um, you guys, not just you guys sitting in this room, but the other agents that are here at the office, are out there talking about the experiences that they're having, and they're also whoops, they're also telling people you know, like, here's what we're experiencing at the agency, maybe you should talk to them. So, you know, there's not a lot of recruiting that I'm out there doing, like, just daily to where I'm just calling people all the day on the phone. I'm getting a lot of people contacting us and we're just trying to figure out what is a good fit, right, because, you know, you hear things and you see things, but there's a difference between a shiny object that somebody sees that's new in the industry versus somebody that really wants to be part of a culture that we're providing, mm-hmm. and um, and that's where it comes down to, you know, who is a good fit, and of course we all have to talk about it. You know, it's like I, me, and John, meet everybody, and then uh, Megan will pop in from time to time if she's not
3: cranking mm-hmm. out realist,
0: or cranking out marketing, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she, and, and, uh, and and you know the dynamic for that aspect of it for the office. The other thing I like about it is, is we are small. As far as I'm the owner, she's the co-owner, I'm the broker. She heads the marketing stuff and all the other daily things that we deal with. We have an agent experienced manager. We've got an agent director that's John Murray. So that's it all lives and dies right here in this office. We don't have to go anywhere else. We don't have to make any other calls to find out who we're gonna, what we're going to do today or we're, how we're going to do it. And I think that's also a, another thing that's kind of nice um, in this industry right now. We're not corporate owned. We don't have investors we got to talk to about things. You're looking at it let's do this right now
1: (laughs) so what is next on the horizon for curtis and
3: trey
2: i never told it wait he didn't tell us his third ick what's your third Uh, um, what's like
3: something that if you saw an agent that like applied to work at the agency if you saw xyz on social media you'd be like yeah you're not working for me
1: Oh, I can tell you. I can answer that. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why, don't you,
3: do why don't you take But the I'm going to be
1: really careful with, don't with my. Don't yeah. be so. Yeah. Um, so, because I when I just know. So, we had an interview and um, they came in, the person came in and uh, we I don't even think we got halfway through the interview and I was like, absolutely not, not in a million years. This is so not a fit. Oh. So, I said, "You know, I'm going to go get some marketing material." <laughs> And I She left. <laughs> she just she goes downstairs Megan, and grabs is, I feel like you are the <laughs> nicest human being on planet Earth. I was like where Look at, can I be on the world besides I, I, in this room because this is I wide. feel like I, I, to, I feel like yeah. to because because clarify this it was this, so it was... not what we are. It was so not our brand and it and it was just never in a million years and it kept going and I was like, you know, thinking in my head can we I've never example? been downstairs into the into the cafe. So I think this is an amazing time to go eat lunch, <laughs> and so I sat by myself in the cafe, and I, for my first time since being here, I need an example. And I, was just, it was, was it do? was a
0: bizarre interview, uh, and, I, and of weird. course I don't want to say too yeah, much because I too like much. something like he, he, like he may tune in of our ten listeners, so
1: yeah, he may be number three. <laughs> Good,
0: he can take he can. So, it's a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it was just it like, was it was
0: a very no. um, it was a very. Uh, it, it was almost like somebody who had ADHD to the tenth degree, okay, and they go. in their head yeah. were thinking about all kinds of other things. Which, of course, they reached out to us. Mm-hmm. I didn't call him mm-hmm. or her.
2: Yeah, That's <laughs> why saying. I said. This. Are they already an
0: agent? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. They
1: um, moved on to got selected.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, we all go. walked out, and we were just like, hmm. "That was
1: the weirdest interview <laughs> we've ever been." And I was like, "That's why I was. <laughs> that's why I was out." Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So that I mean yeah. so I, now, as far as the ick yeah. part goes, yeah. I don't know if that was ick, but it was definitely an odd experience um, but i I think you know, just piggybacking on what we were talking about earlier like you can you can feel when somebody is only there for the money, and yeah. obviously we are in this business and work to make money, but there's a there's an ability to really have like an agenda of good customer service um having having good sales you obviously want to make money uh via volume but if you're not doing it in a respectful manner and just kind of like in it for the paycheck it comes through Like people, people see it. People can see that.
1: I just don't like the, there's a lot, very, it's a very competitive business and Mm -hmm. I don't like the competitive part of it. Um, And I think that we've always um, tried to do that where we were before. And so that was a big thing that we wanted to make sure agents came on that were not of that um, highly competitive group because it's always like closed doors, no information sharing um, in it. Like step on anything to get to the top, and that's so not anything that I want to be a part of. So I
2: you like, want to be respected in your industry. Yeah. I feel like, though, we have an entire group of highly competitive people, but everyone inside of here is like a family. Like, our agents wouldn't be as successful as they are if they weren't competitive, Yeah, but we're not competitive with each other. Right. Exactly. Yeah, And the competitiveness inside of my office never goes
0: well. I've been in those offices before, and you don't want to be, like, looking at somebody and being like, I want to are they going to get that listing or am yeah. I going to get that listing? You know, like, it's, it shouldn't really be like that working for the same brokers, but unfortunately it can be. Yep. We don't have that. We don't want that uh, here. Like Like, we've been I talking about. Like, that. I think the great thing that she does when she is creating content and the marketing team is creating content, it's like you – you we do something that may work for you and guess what he could use it also and just make it towards him if it's working well Mm -hmm. and like those kind of things you just don't see it's usually like well what is it that they did to get that listing and then you find out what it is and then you're like okay well I only found out because I did they wouldn't tell me it's not like hey how did you secure that 10 million dollar listing oh just you know my contacts well Mm -hmm. it's usually something right there's always some Procure of the sale and whatever that is that you know a lot of a lot of times agents don't want to share that stuff In this office here We are sharing that every day like and we want to be like that because we're not all going after the same stuff we're all working in areas, but some areas are I feel like every time y'all same. do, y'all,
1: you got, I always see you guys collaborating on we're it. We're teaming up yeah, on they it. They team yeah. up, and we have so many projects right now in marketing with different agents inside the brokerage that are teaming up and going after. It just makes it more successful. We
2: were, I don't know that I've ever said this, but we were at the, the photo shoot at your client's house that had the most amazing dining room I've ever been in my yes. entire life. My favorite home of Beautiful all time. Beautiful house. But Ursula, I was hollow. still kind of new to the agency, and I think a lot of people were actually. But one thing that I remember that stuck out to me was there was a new construction across the street. And I think it was it was Chase Duran said to you, but talking about him and Eddie, like, hey, there's a new construction over there. Eddie and I, which are not on the same team, but in the same office, Eddie and I are going to go over and talk to him Mm -hmm. and see if we can get that and start working that together. And I was like, oh, well. Yeah. I like it here.
1: Yep. And yeah. then I see that all the time. And I think that's the way business should be. And there's strength in numbers. Mm-hmm. And everybody um, teaming together, you get so much further. Yep. There's I enough agree. real
0: estate to go around for everybody. There and is. And honestly, like, if you're going to help other people, I think it's also good karma in this industry. Because mm-hmm. if you're known in this industry as, like, being a good person mm-hmm. and, like, at, at, you know, doing a good job with, like, whether it's working with a buyer or working with a listing agent, you you meet these people and you have those experiences where, like, I enjoyed working with them on yeah. whatever it was the other side those are the kind of people that you're gonna like really be excited to work with again and also go after later and say I have an off-market uh, listing that may work for your buyer or vice versa and those kind of things like those reputations in the industry are gold yeah and you know you have for every one good one there's a hundred bad ones you know that you don't want to work with anymore or you don't want to see that happen again I can name
2: quite a few the of them off top my head yeah but I'm just gonna
3: well I love that saying I won't remember what you said to me, but I'll remember the way you made me feel. Mm-hmm. And I have to like, feel good about mm-hmm. what I'm doing and how I'm doing it in order to wanna keep doing it. So let me ask you, what is <laughs> some what is one of the weirdest things you've done oh, God, here we go. <laughs> to close a deal? That's the weirdest things.
0: I, I, I don't know if I've done anything weird. I would call it weird. I would say more of like going, Way above and beyond to make sure it happens, mm-hmm. and even doing the job of the other agent on the mm-hmm. other side. I mean, there's like sometimes where you're just like, "Can you just do your job so I can get this closed?" You know. I, I
1: think I, I think I'm fracking <laughs> my brain through all the weirdness because there's been some weird stuff. I think that one when and he was the Dallas Stars or something, and then the day of closing, he was like, "Hey man, I don't have any movers, and oh I got my a gosh, left, that I, so you're gonna have to literally, I and forgot Deming all about this guy moved." All of his uh, he
0: stuff. totally <laughs> personally moved he, personally stuff. he moved totally to played himself. me into this situation this is of course years ago this must have been 15 years ago yeah but I'm in I, I sold the house to this guy who's relocating in town and super nice guy like yeah. I really enjoyed working with him
1: and let's also note that of all our moves in life Damon has never moved a lamp from any one of our properties, it is yeah, always. I, I don't always. get involved in the moving side that often. Not only side does he not often. move one lamp, but he's always not there the day of move. So like I've got to work, I've got to show and I'm, I'm like, booked. Huh? So the fact that he was there and also moving, and he, I mean, I didn't talk to him for like six hours. I thought he was dead or
0: okay, something. Okay, okay, so so and so he he like, I'll huh? tell you real quick. I'll give you the clip notes on what happened. He, the guy's moving in town, and um, decent house. I mean. Years and years ago, over a million dollars, so I'm Just like decent. I mean, <laughs> over a million. Look, I'll tell decent. you, like the Dallas real estate market price range now Ridiculous. versus ten years ago, is insanity. So, uh, he calls me and says, everything's closed and funded. I'm driving in town. Can you meet me to give me the keys? I'm like, cool, meet you there. He shows up in a U-Haul, a large one. Mm-hmm. He's got his two sons that are teenagers with him, and he says. Hey, man, would you mind I, – I know this is a lot to ask, but would you mind uh, if you could just help my sons get a few things off the truck? Because of my, I hurt my back the other day, and I just don't think I can do it, and I, I can't get anybody to help me move. So I'm like, okay, what, what is he – I'm thinking, what does he have in here? A few things? Like, no problem. I'm, of course, like immediately like, sure. And uh, he opens it up. It's
2: packed.
0: <laughs> oh, <is laughs> it's that packed. Oh, yeah, I forgot
2: I have a 1 o'clock. It's packed.
0: <laughs> and I'm like – I'm hoping he's just gonna tell me a few items. I mean, I'm hoping I'm not doing all this. And like literally two hours later, uh, that truck was empty and it was me and his two sons. He may have picked up a few things. Oh. <laughs> wow. But it was a good it, day it, for it, was, it was, I was, and of course that was not like the only thing I was doing that day, so I'm like soaked in sweat. And this is also when I was dressing like how real estate agents used to dress around, which is slacks, nice, nice uh, work shoes, button up i didn't have a jacket on didn't have a tie on but of course like not the outfit that you would choose to move anything in and i called her afterwards and i'm just like look what fun i just had yeah Yeah, it was a little more a little more descriptive than that Um, but i was like
1: wow you moved (laughs) will you do our house i know and and
0: and it, it was you know of course he did resell that house with me i mean it was like Let's just put it this way. It was sweat equity in the, yeah, in the situation. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. You earned your check. <laughs> he resold yeah. his house with me, bought another one. I haven't heard from him in a few years, but I'm sure he's uh, happy where he is. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, weird stories. I mean, you just you know things just come about time to time. But I couldn't tell you anything. Absolute. Well, at, besides, like, people saying they can do things that they can't really do, like wanna, I'm, I'm looking for a $5 million house cash. Show me a bunch of $5 million houses. Then they never produce proof of funds, and then uh-huh. they just disappear on you. I've had that before, but you know, of course, like sometimes they'll even send you like fake proof of funds, like but screens. nothing oh.
2: weird, weird. Like mm-hmm. what it? Well, I did, I did walk never
0: in. Happened to you? I did, I did situation. walk into a house one time to show, and a man was in the shower, and then I also walked into a house another time where a woman was walking by in her towel about to get in the shower. Fortunately, she had clothes or something covering her up. But of course, my clients and I were walking in the house. We're just like. Hi. Oh, with a client, not yeah. a listing partner. show. you know, have one
1: too that I vaguely remember? This and the mistress was there, and you were like, "I don't know how to handle this or what to say."
0: Oh yes, the guy. You have way better. Memory I know. Than me. It's just
1: like <laughs> it, it's spotty.
0: Like I met his, I met him and his wife. Wife,
1: and then he, the and then second, he brings
0: me back another yeah. time. The mistress is there, but he's like being awkward about who yeah. she is and what oh, she is, cool. and I'm just like, "Hey, really I hope cool. you I got
2: that listing."
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> Good. Sure I did. Damn I don't we'll know.
1: Close the deal.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey man, whatever you got going on, I don't care. Sign <laughs> yeah. right here. Oh, oh. Yeah. No, but, but I did. Right I did. Now. I yeah. did sell a house, and I didn't know this until after closing because um, I sold two houses, one next door to each other, and it was just an uh, odd situation where like two houses came on the market at the same same time. I had a buyer for one, buyer for another one, and one of the um, ones that I sold that, that was a female. She was hosting like the videos or whatever in her in her house, and the next door neighbor who's still only know, fans yeah- i g not at the time like this wasn't only fans world back then, um but online whatever you know streaming video. online video and the guy next door told me that that's what she did after he moved in, and I was like, "I can see that mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. it's kinda kinda it's had some of those vibes, yeah. But the funny thing was, is like the lender at the time, which is Justin Bell, if you remember him, uh, he told me that her her job description was entertainment. So I'm like, OK, makes sense, makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, no, I nothing, nothing, nothing crazy like that. I think that. Trace is way more entertaining. I don't think women are out there soliciting no, but I agents was thinking, to say like if you want this commission, yeah.
3: <laughs> I was thinking in that moment I was like I'm sure there are a lot of female agents that have been in oh this gosh yes situation. Yeah. Oh, how, that oh my, feels so there is
1: one that w- worked for him a long time ago, and I remember which you know I don't know what happened, but I do know he ended it with a hundred dollar gift card. Remember me. No, not I you. Gave, <laughs> I gave somebody a $100 gift card. No. Or well, he it, gave her one. Yeah, he gave her a $100 gift card and I was like, I no longer need any houses, but here's a $100 gift oh, card. And I was like, what the I, hell?
0: Yeah, I can't remember specifics but on yeah. that. But I would say, on the, I've, I probably. I would say any attractive female agent that's been out there showing houses to single men has probably had proposals over the years for those kind of things. 100%. And it's and it's unfortunate because you are in, like, these intimate situations of, like, being one-on-one with people all the time in houses. And, like, you know, men are going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. Trey,
1: you're just a good-looking guy. I mean, I was you like, oh, sir, prepared. I'm so flattered,
3: but... I am married. Thanks. No. No, thank you. Yeah. God, do I'm you sure see that? Do you like guy. my ring? Now, if I wasn't married, I would have closed the deal. But got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I love so you already take the cake for that
0: conversation. Uh, yeah. that, and, and, and what's it been? Just a few months now in training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, yeah. you training? Know. He's, he's hitting out no of no the mo. park. Yep. Immediately. Oh, no, no, no. Like week one, executed a contract. What did you have to do for that deal? <laughs> that was an easy mm-hmm. one.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, just tell Stephanie Ullman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I
1: good. <laughs> she
0: probably didn't make you do too much for it besides just t- go out and have a drink with her. No, she's <laughs> my easiest client so far. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, have you ever sold a house to a famous person? Uh, I mean, can you tell us who they were? Not anybody that would be like, nationally notoriable, or not- notable, um, just some sports players over the years. Uh, hockey, a co- couple hockey guys. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't say anybody that's been um, – Not super like, famous. Yeah, not super famous. Uh, but Trey, I, have, I feel I've like had, you
1: I've can bring us those all-stars. Hmm. I think you can close the deals on those guys.
3: You want to know something interesting? Um,
1: I'm scared now. So,
3: Stephanie, recently they tried to go get um, new homeowners insurance, uh-huh. and no one will touch them with a ten-foot pole because they were on reality TV. Really? So they said just because they're such a target, because people kind of know the layout of their house and yeah. know what's in the house. There were cameras. Most insurance companies will not touch you if you've been on reality TV in the last four years.
1: I did and not know So they're kind of
3: like stuck with who they have. For another couple of years
1: so what are they going to do
3: just keep it they have they're oh, just great. trying to like shop the rate and stuff but no one would touch it okay so one last thing
0: to discuss before we wrap episode two which i think has been extremely successful the grand opening that we have for the agency coming in yes. september we got the rustic being rented out we have
1: we have Vava. major
0: major bands coming apparently yeah. in megan's tiktok world <laughs>
1: yeah it's a dj and they're <laughs> amazing and i now they're officially signed so they're flying
0: in. We've got um, uh, celebrities from across the country coming. That do you know, are You all
1: know who TV that is, related? right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, good. Yeah. On Instagram? I,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So I guess Damon the big question
0: know. is, what are y'all going to wear?
3: This keeps me up at night. It also keeps me up at night, like, how many of those frosés from the Rustic I should drink until we're like, Trey, that's enough. <laughs> I don't know. What are you wearing?
2: <laughs> I actually, I have two ways I'm either going to go. I'm either going to go professional-ish, or I'm going to do... I saw this outfit on TikTok last night, actually. It's like tight um, whitewash blue jeans Mm -hmm. with a, like, it's this specific rodeo shirt. But he had, like, the way that he did it was really cool, and I liked it. It was, like, kind of like cowboy, but kind of, like, retro, and then... Maybe one of those hats that you
3: were showing yeah. me on Yeah, This is,
1: sounds like a... Rhinestone what, cowboy Who is one. it? Diplo? I'm going to have to see that. That sounds like a Diplo understand look. that. Yeah, Diplo? yeah, Yeah, it does. And he does it well.
3: So we're I buying...
0: I bet Curtis could pull it off. <laughs> I don't oh, know.
3: We'll could. see. <laughs> I'll stand in front of a mirror, and if I don't look good, I'll definitely show up in I'll business you know. casual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. I'm not going professional. I'm going fun and themey. So denim and diamonds. I'm okay. like trying to see where we can go with that. We're buying these special like cowboy hats for all of our personal True. invites yeah so it'll be i'm going more diamonds than denim on this yeah what are you wearing all diamonds
0: oh good I, I like mean, what are no you wearing i honestly think i'm no just going to probably do i mean it's the rustic has the dirt um, on yeah. the floor on the outside where it's going to be most of the stuff so probably boots and something else i don't think i'm gonna do anything too wild or crazy a yeah. little little ranchy professional maybe yeah <laughs> i don't know mm.
2: <laughs>
3: little eddie wilbank, I I need cowboy yeah. boots. Eddie wilbank style yeah, i feel like cowboy definitely... boots are like a staple in this office
1: oh for sure
3: the only you boots have i have are like boots. Over, the, over the top yeah, know.
0: uh texas theme so you got to play on that yeah. i know people yeah. i think across the country love the idea of dallas being open with the agency now so megan i think was thinking you know what we're gonna do it bigger we're not gonna do it at all for the Texas theme so that's what we did
3: yeah. everything's that's bigger right. in Texas yeah. that's that's right. Right. give them, them what it. they want mm-hmm. I do think it's something okay. that people think like Dallas and they think like horses and ranches and like but Dallas is a lot more glitz and glamour oh, that's more uh, like yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the one thing I yeah.
0: actually was was gonna say that I think we forgot about to talk about which we can wrap with this but um, Dallas was in the top three areas in the United States for the most sales at the 10 million plus range. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. Good. Love that. I mean, we're supposed to we're supposed to be in a situation where Dallas is considered affordable real estate, but now it's also an affordable real estate world and a luxury real estate world that is the top in the country or one of the top in the country. Affordable. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Yeah, t- I want to make sure
1: we tell them yeah, because I want people on. to follow them on, on their socials and be entertained because it's such great content. Oh, nice. And I know that, um, there's more to come. We will drop their so links. So tell me, yeah, no, t- have them tell them.
3: Yep. Go you ahead can, and tell us You can socials. find
2: me on social media, Instagram, at Curtis Rose Realtor, Facebook, all that good stuff, Curtis Rose. Just you Google me. You can me.
3: find me at Trey underscore Stewart that's it and Everywhere. or on your podcast uh, or you can follow my podcast the Mr. Mr. Podcast or we news a BS you can follow me on threads I don't use threads but I should use threads do you use threads no it was no. gone in 24 hours okay don't yeah. follow me on threads but
0: if I, you do I, want a good laugh Trey's podcast and Curtis goes on with him it is a great it is hilarious so. and I
1: also highly recommend Trey's um, Instagram stories because they disappear mm. so you <laughs> have to stay on top and I'm always like dang it it's gone forever I can't show anybody else but they're so good you got an insight um, to get it first yeah. I'll show you how to save those yeah <laughs>
0: I don't know. <laughs> all right, guys. Well so, thank yeah, you so thank much. Thank you so much for thank the you. We appreciate you all it. having y'all spending spend time fun. with us and uh, that is a wrap for episode two. Thank you.